0: This little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine. This
1: little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine.
0: This This little little light light of of mine, I'm I'm gonna gonna let it shine. Let it shine, let it
1: shine,
0: let it shine! Hi, and welcome to Real Good Stuff. I'm Scott Clapson. We are here today at the A Million Drops Learning Center with Christian Kassoff. How are you today? I'm very good. How are you? Thanks for having me, Scott. Oh, it's great to have you here with us today. So you have started a collaboration with a really cool program called Laundry Love. I did indeed.
1: Um, And actually last night uh, in Huntington Beach at our Laundry Love location, we celebrated our seventh year. Wow. Yeah. However, Laundry Love is not an invention of mine. It started in 2002 um, with uh, the co-founder Greg Russinger and a group of his friends in Ventura County, in Ventura. And um, that started um, when they – there was a man up there named T-Bone. He was a homeless person in the community and kind of a a known figure in the Mm -hmm. homeless community. Anyhow, they – kind of befriended each other. And uh, one day in a conversation, um, Greg and his friends uh, in a conversation with T-Bone said, what would it look like if we came alongside your life? And, and in that conversation it came out and T-Bone said that if I had clean clothes, I feel like people would treat me like a human being. And it, so it's from that one sentence that instigated this whole national initiative, this open sourced idea. That's really cool. So Laundry Love isn't just in California. No. um, It is. uh, There's about 300 registered locations across the country now. But a a good bulk of them are in Southern California or California.
0: What is... Because Laundry Love is... I mean, that maybe as we're on a program talking about real good stuff with people who are experiencing homelessness, it might be clear that this might be something to do with homelessness, right? Um, but it's more than just doing laundry, right? It is. If you've never heard of laundry
1: Love, what it basically is, is a group of folks will take over with the, hopefully with the laundromat owner's permission, (laughs) the laundromat, like a coin laundry, Mm -hmm. which are very common here in Southern California. um, kind of common across the country Mm -hmm. it depends on you know your location usually people do it about once a month some people do it a few more times a month and we invite our neighbors from the homeless community to come in and do their laundry and we supply quarters and soap that is the basic of Mm -hmm. it um but above and beyond that it is uh, a neighboring movement It's, Mm -hmm. it's diving a little deeper into your community and and uh really kind of practicing being a neighbor especially here in Southern California it's just kind of home car work and there's no you got a scheduled time to mm-hmm. <laughs> to be a neighbor and and so this kind of uh, is also just kind of a scheduled time to you know be a good neighbor mm-hmm. uh, be a good uh, part of your community. And we also see Laundry Love as a hub of relief. So we're all coming together, everybody from their different backgrounds and stories and gifts. And we're coming together in this uh, evening or whenever time you're doing it and sharing ideas, listening to stories and seeing where strengths and gifts and, and networking opportunities kind of come together. And we've got tons of beautiful little stories of just kind of helping each other and being good to each other and that's what uh, an evening looks like. Um, Personally for me as an organizer of a Laundry Love um, location I see myself as a connector um, inviting housed people and in different parishes around or wherever kind of uh, wherever you're coming from and, and in the housed community Mm -hmm. and bringing them into a safe space that they can feel comfortable in. um, And also inviting our friends from the street or Mm -hmm. wherever they're coming from into this safe space where there's, a bunch of time to just be together and mm-hmm. listen to each other and connect and break down the stereotypes that each other have even among in our location a third of our constituents are homeless with mm-hmm. no home um, like maybe a pack on the back uh, and a, a bike if they're lucky mm-hmm. another third are low-income housed people and uh, another third are um, people living in their cars which I know are still considered homeless by definition or whatever, Mm -hmm. but when we first started, it was, there was an interesting divide. Like people were like, well, (laughs) we're saying these people have houses, they don't belong here. So this Mm -hmm. is for us. And so uh, even in that community of, uh, our, our homeless or low, uh, Mm under-resourced community, there was walls built up that have now been broken Mm -hmm. down and there's an understanding between each other. And so
0: it's beautiful. Yeah. That's one of the beautiful things for me about... Laundry love and the program that we started in my hometown as well. Like you don't have to be experiencing homelessness to come because there are folks that like you just mentioned that they're living in an apartment. But imagine if you've got your bed linens and your towels and everything and you're living on a fixed income and your rent is going up and you're like, what am I going to sacrifice? I'm going to sacrifice maybe something that like I can let my laundry go for longer. But Laundry Love enables these people, because the one that um Holy Spirit and Founders MCC and folks do at mm-hmm. Edgemont and Melrose right. here in Hollywood, in East Hollywood, um, there's a lot of folks like that. And I've heard some of the people that are experiencing homelessness go, but those people aren't homeless. And it's like, but they need to get their laundry done. And that I don't know how you, the laundromat that you all go to does it that laundromat actually has a sign up and there are flyers up throughout the month. So people just kind of that go there know that it's a, they call it a community laundry night at the laundromat. Yeah. And um, to me, that's even better because you've got folks that are walking by that are like, Oh, Hey, what's going on? Cause it's happening during regular business hours. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's that connection piece. Again, just calling people back into relationship and connection is so powerful it is um
1: i am familiar uh, I actually helped uh, Edgemont Melrose get oh, really? started, yeah, oh, cool. um they were the uh, as a or no we we were talking before we got started in the okay. the recording, um Scott and I, and uh when I first got involved with laundry love, I was helping uh. I come from the Episcopal background and I was helping other uh, parishes in the Episcopal Diocese of Los Angeles to get started. And that was the second uh, one that I helped ever get started. And now I'm an official coach or mentor. Okay. I've got a label now um, yeah. that helps people get started. <laughs> but I was doing it as a uh, renegade in the beginning. Um but uh, what's lovely about that location is the owner is really invested in it too. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. I mean, it's there's advertising mm-hmm. on the walls yeah. in the
0: laundromat. And yeah. I, I was like, wow, I was jealous of the yeah. location. Yeah. <laughs> it's really awesome that when you have a business owner that sees their role as a collaborator, because that's, that's a big part of how it works, right? I mean, mm-hmm. it's how it worked in my hometown, uh, it's how it works with our laundry voucher program with a million drops and the partnership that we have with the Hollywood United Neighborhood Council and Wash on Western. It's a big collaboration to make that happen. Um, It's so powerful to see that folks from different sectors, right? Because you're just a a lone wolf, so to speak, kind of doing your own thing. You, you know, you're, you've been involved in Episcopal churches and things, but you're not getting paid to do this work, right? No, anything I'm passionate
1: about, I don't get paid for (laughs)
0: That might be a good rule. I kind of have the same <laughs> philosophy. Um, so why do you, like, why is this important to you? I mean, obviously you give a lot of your time. Why is this important to you? Um, I... Uh
1: I, I experienced homelessness um, about 16 years ago, so I've been there. Mm-hmm. Um, I get it, um, a bunch of circumstances and uh, coupled with some bad choices uh, and I ended up living in my car for a while. Um, and that was not that long ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but kind of uh, my, my rebound from that experience has um, propelled me into a Uh, a new me and a new understanding and um, with a bunch of experiences I've had since then um, I've uh, did a lot of foreign mission and Mm -hmm. I learned a lot about hospitality and uh, I just wanted to be hospitable I wanted to be curative in my be- behaviors and my choices and coming from, I was born and raised in Hollywood and uh, had a weird, really strange, weird upbringing. <laughs> and I can be really comfortable in uncomfortable situations. Mm-hmm. Like it's no big deal to me. So I never thought I was particularly gifted in, in anything, but I have discovered about myself that I'm a, a bit of a connector and I'm comfortable in mm-hmm. like weird situations. And so this was perfect for me. And so I just mentioned something about passion. Like I I never had much passion about anything in my life. And when I discovered a passion, I was like, wow, I'm, I have a gift and I have a passion Mm -hmm. and like, and I can do this. And, um, having a a faith, uh, when I first walked into a church about 15, 16 years ago, after I got sober, I, uh, was saying yes to a bunch of ministries that weren't energizing me. Mm -hmm. And I recognized after some years of doing that, that that was not glorifying God in Mm -hmm. any kind of way. And then when I found the things that I said yes to that were energizing me and I was getting this reciprocal kind of energy, Mm -hmm. like that's the stuff that, she wants from me, you know, uh, that's the work that I was put here to do. Mm-hmm. And so laundry love is one of the outlets in my life that energize. I've got endless energy for it and I'm glorifying God in, in kind of a way, you know, I'm, I'm not curing the world or anything, but my community is a little bit better.
0: And you are curing the world in a lot of <laughs> ways. <laughs> you are. It's so powerful. This experience, um, as we talked before we started recording as we like to be in the habit of here at real good stuff of doing and having some conversation before the experience of homelessness, whether you're living in a car you're sleeping on someone's floor or you're sleeping on someone's couch or you're sleeping in a park or on the subway platform, wherever it is. So many people want to look the other way and not connect and the ripple effect that we have into our world, whether we're helping someone with their laundry or whatever we're doing, even if we're just giving them a smile, I like to say, if you see someone without a smile, give them yours. I'm not always good <laughs> at it. Sometimes it comes out in ways that aren't very smiley. Um, but I try to do that because I know what that feels like. One is a queer person to be ignored, but also now experiencing homelessness, that feeling of, When I have my bags on, my backpack and everything, people don't really look at me. The minute I take them off, people treat me completely different. And that connection that you do, that connection that people that are advocates and connectors like you, the stuff that we bring into this world, it does heal this world because relationships are healing. And it's so powerful because you help remind these people who they are. Right? You give them a chance to have a chance to do their laundry to get clean to as the guy said the whole beginning of laundry love you know people might treat me different and that's so powerful so powerful you help other people see them as human beings yeah
1: um yeah I, i i i do recognize that and um thanks for saying that yeah i You've heard the term hurt people hurt people. Mm -hmm. Um, I just recently heard someone say that uh, transformed people transform people. I never heard that before, but I was like, wow, wow, that's even better. (laughs) That's awesome because I I went through a transformation Mm -hmm. and uh, I know how it feels. And I just like I want that for so many people. Mm -hmm. And if I can make a space for that, then cool that, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm going to do that my personal mission statement or ministry is uh, accompaniment and transformation, just mm-hmm. walking with somebody as long as, you know, we can do that. Uh, it, you know, maybe it's in four hours in a laundromat or maybe it's, you know, four hours at a time over some years, or maybe it's, you know, somebody in, a, in another place in my life, mm-hmm. but walking with them and have them know that, uh, they're loved and they're worth and they're capable of transformation. If, you know, if that's what they're and I'm not diagnosing people right. like you need transformation or yeah. anything, but, um, uh, having walking with courage with somebody, mm-hmm. um, for a while till they're comfortable enough to get
0: someplace. What I think is really cool is the fact that you, You've done this yourself, right? You started a laundry, a laundry love program Mm -hmm. in Huntington Beach. That's, I've been looking up. You can find some really great articles if you Google them. I was quite impressed with the press coverage that you all have (laughs) received. But you've now gone out, right? Because the laundry love co founder found out about what you all were doing. Uh And now you're doing coaching and you're helping other people start these. Can you speak to that and, and what that means to you to be able to? be present with folks that are trying to do these same kinds of things?
1: Yeah. So I'm a, definitely was from day one, uh, a cheerleader for laundry Love. Uh, when i when I and my, my wife and group of friends found it, I was like, Oh my, what a great gift. Um, and, uh, when we got started, uh, news got out and an actual news got out. Like we got, we're on the paper and the ra- on the radio and there was a tv bed and some online like webisode stuff webcast stuff and um after we were doing it for not that long a time the co-founder greg russinger reached out to me <clears throat> um and by the time he reached out to me i was already uh helping people in my uh my Episcopal Diocese of Los Angeles, uh, other parishes get started. So he contacted me and said, how'd you like to come on board as a kind of coach, mentor, Mm -hmm. and help other people get started? I was already kind of doing that Mm -hmm. in a a very unofficial way. And uh, it just made me feel good to, Mm -hmm. you know, become part of a bigger movement. And I love just the model of Laundry Love Mm -hmm. being this open-sourced idea that is... Easily shared, easily taught, easily replicated. So yeah, it feels good to like just Mm -hmm. evangelize, like I'm Mm -hmm. not much of an evangelist, (laughs) but to evangelize an idea. From the beginning, the idea of Laundry Love is coming from the right place, coming from the heart and wanting to be a better neighbor, a better citizen, invested in your community. And so if you wanna get started, go to LaundryLove.org. If you wanna check out mine, LaundryLoveHB.com.
0: Wanna be a better neighbor that's so impactful to me because at the Episcopal church that I attended back in Oregon where we started the laundry program back there we were looking for a term as we were talking about the homeless and and I kept going oh that sounds so like oh, so pejorative like the homeless <laughs> it's so disdainful like I'm looking down upon this group of people we toyed with the term neighbors and the, I think the thing that the the church board settled on because they knew all the people. They knew their names, and they were like, "Well, these were our friends, right?" And it was just like this concept that, like, these are our neighbors. These are people that we are. We are called. I don't. I don't believe just as Christians. I believe as fellow people, we're called to be in community with each other, right? Mm. Regardless of whether you attend an Episcopal church or an Adventist church, or you're agnostic or atheist or whatever, we're called to be in community with each other and so that term neighbor is so powerful because we all are right we share this planet we share this earth we share communities we share so much and homeless folks are a part of the economy just like everybody else Mm. right what you're doing is amazing and i'm hoping that people that listen to this are inspired whether they start a laundry program or they start something else to be in community with the folks around them and be a better neighbor it's just so great and i'm really happy that laundry love exists i'm really happy that Randy Kimmler told me about you. Yeah, I love Randy. <laughs> really rad, I know. <laughs> Shout out to Randy. You're rad in Holy Spirit LA. And the LA Episcopal Diocese, right? They yeah, have, yeah. They've been a really big champion of for sure. this program. For sure. And, yeah, and the moving.
1: Episcopal, the ACUSA, Episcopal Church in the United States of America. What's it called? ACUSA? ACUSA is okay. the acronym for Episcopal Church United States. Um, oh, okay. But uh, it's, you know, uh, it's spread, you know, mm-hmm. kind of because we're a hierarchical church and <laughs> the, the word spread quickly across yeah. a, lots of Episcopal churches across the country have started. So go Episcopalians. Go Episcopalians. <laughs> <laughs> go people that
0: care. Um, but yeah, I do love the Episcopal church. So as we close out the podcast, is there, Anything, like, what's next for Christian? Like, what do you, like, do you have a vision with your Laundry Love? Are you going to try something new in the coming year? Or, like, what are your hopes Um future?
1: I I I have a, a vision in the future of a, a laundromat that is also a community center worship space um, and um, just kind of, like, what I and a a group of folks are just resting with that vision for Mm -hmm. right now. Um, I'm not, uh, particularly gifted or moneyed, (laughs) um, but, uh, it is a a vision and Mm -hmm. a call that I'm feeling called towards. Mm -hmm. Um, because I would, I, I see the, the significant, but, you know, tiny bits of, uh, magical and powerful, uh, examples of transformation just in these small blocks of time and these mm-hmm. settings. But I imagine what more could be, uh, done if we had, um, space and, and more time mm-hmm. to be with some folks. And, uh, so I, I don't know. That's just kind of a, a dream I have right now. And uh, we'll see how that plays out. But always walking towards it. Yeah. yeah. Well, Nothing's if, <laughs> about to open, though.
0: <laughs> if you if you feel like you're being called, though, um, obviously something's inspiring you. Yeah. Right. And I really believe in divine inspiration. I tell people all the time when you have these ideas to help people or you have ideas to do something innovative, act on them. Because the universe, God, God he, she, the creator, whatever, whatever terms you use or we use to define it. There's divine inspiration coursing through all of us. And it's our choice whether or not we listen to it. And I'm really grateful that you're listening to it, Christian. Me too. <laughs> and, and thanks for talking uh, with me about it. Yeah, absolutely. So if you want to find out more about Laundry Love or Christians in particular, you can go to laundrylove.org or laundrylovehb.org. Dot com. Oh, excuse me. It's a dot com. Well then. Fancy. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Scott Clapson here on Real Good Stuff. We have been here today with Christian Castlehoff of Laundry Love Huntington Beach. And also he's a coach for Laundry Love and a mentor to help people get new laundry programs started. Really grateful for you being here. Call me now. (laughs) <laughs> Call him now. You can look him up online. <laughs> uh, special thank you to A Million Drops. You can look up the nonprofit at a milliondrops.org. This has been real good stuff. A special thank you to Sure Microphones for the impeccable sound quality. Thank you and have a great day. Peace. Peace. This